Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues. From dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out, Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. So today we're going to talk about getting promoted within your organization. So what advice would you guys give to someone that was originally on staff and then got promoted to leadership? Yep. You know, that's that's such a common experience. So, you know, we had a group, you know, this team in this space where we have the chance to complain and then we get elevated. Those transitions are dicey. Those transitions are difficult for everyone. And I'm just going to take it from the leadership point of view right now. When you transition, I don't care what level you transition in, the hardest thing and the place where most people get stuck is they keep doing what they used to do. What made them successful before they figured, oh, that's going to make me successful in this new position. And unfortunately, in order to learn the skills that you haven't learned yet, in order to take on the next level, the mantle of that next responsibility, you have to let go of some of the things that made you successful before. Because if you keep doing that job, you don't have room for the new one. And that job you're good at, that job makes you comfortable, you know what you were doing. And so you keep reaching back to that comfort spot instead of getting uncomfortable and figuring out what the new responsibilities are, what the new skill sets are, what is necessary. And the longer you hold on to what made you successful before, and the longer you do that work, the more difficult it comes to let go of it and to transition to that other spot. So one of those pieces is learning. You have to let go of what was success and find out what the new definition of success is and go after that. My first big promotion, we had a, a new a new leader at the facility, and I was I was supervising three or four people. And Friday, I got my performance review from my boss, and everything was swimming. It was lovely, and I get uh, I get a message from the new location leader that uh, hey, what on Sunday? Hey, what time are you coming in tomorrow, Monday morning? I'm like, oh yeah, usually I'm there at, at six. He's like, hey, swing down my office at six thirty. Cool. So I go down. I'm thinking, well, this, is these are really, really good or really, really bad. And he says, hey, by the way, I would like you to be the quality manager. And I want you to also have this operations department as well. And Tom, you know, your boss is now going to lead that operations department and, um, and going to report to you. So the guy that gave me my performance review on Friday was now reported to me on Monday. And I went from supervising three to supervising uh, in direct and indirect reports of about five, 500-ish. I didn't know what I was doing. And I think, man, I probably ruined a lot of people in that transition. And it's humbling to think about years later that, oh, Yep. I remember I had that conversation. Mm, That was not a good conversation. (laughs) Didn't go well. You know, if you go back and I'm significantly older than Scott is, I know it doesn't look that way, but it's just the truth. When I first came into management, there was what we were taught as managers is cut your ties with your staff. We had leadership lunchrooms. We had leadership bathrooms. Everything was very, very separate. 
Leaders had doors in their offices. Leaders were separated. You were not to fraternize. That was the language that they used. That is so not the culture that we're in today. But it reminds me, again, of another book, a book that I read a long, long, long time ago called Love and Profit. And Love and Profit was written by a man here in Des Moines, Iowa, believe it or not, who ran Meredith Corporation, and he wrote it after he retired. And one of the premises of that book, which I've never forgotten, is that you have to love them and the dichotomy of you have to fire them. And this spot to really understand leadership is not for, you know, um, just a wussy, okay? A leadership in all honesty, that requires courage. It requires to make decisions that other people don't agree with. It requires you to have these tough conversations, And if you're not willing to step into that, to love them and fire them when necessary, you've said yes to the wrong job. Unfortunately, leadership is not easy. If it was, then, you know, everybody could do it. But it's not for the faint of heart. It's not a situation where it's like, well, it should be a breeze. No, you have to choose between these two very, very hard things. And you, all of you who have children, love your kids enough that if they ran out into traffic, You'd go grab them and you'd have a really stern talking to. Back in my day, it would have been a little on the butt. For whatever reason, we need to remember that's still our responsibility as leaders because we don't want them to be in harm's way. We don't want them to be in a spot where they're going to hurt themselves, hurt their team, or hurt their organization. And it is our job to step into that space and to have those conversations, love them enough to get uncomfortable, to have the conversations. And if you get that job where you are raised above your team, it's a group of people that you knew and we were peers, it is the spot to understand. You have to change the relationship. You still love them and you are responsible for them in a new way. That's what you have said yes to. And so you sometimes have to have tough conversations and it might be something like this. Scott, I know that you saw us as buddies, And we used to talk about all that stuff. I can't talk about that stuff with you anymore. My responsibility does not allow me to do that. I am still here for you. We are still friends. And there are going to be some things we're not going to discuss and setting those boundaries. And I think there's a hard reality that if they were your friends, two hard realities. One is some of them probably won't continue to be your friends. You have to let that go. And the second is maybe they weren't your friends. Ouch. And, and when you think about that, if they're truly your friends, they would understand. They would respect what you now have to do. And, and they wouldn't try to put either of you in that weird spot. We'll share this. Oh, tell me about Susie's performance. No, that's not appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we might used to joke about Susie before when we were peers. But now that's yeah. not cool. Probably wasn't no. cool before either. <laughs> it wasn't cool before, but we did it. We were human beings and we were normal, okay? However, you just don't have the right any longer to have some of those casual conversations. With leadership becomes a responsibility. And in that responsibility, you don't have the right to do everything. You have to actually see that very differently. And that is a learning lesson that you need to learn. It is also one that you have to help your teammates, your old peers understand, but not in a hierarchical, authoritative, whatever it is way. It's like, guys, I just have a different responsibility. So let's talk about these boundaries. It sounds like setting boundaries is a crucial part of becoming a leader for a company. 
Thank you guys so much for tuning in to our seventh episode of The Leadership Line. As always, if you have topics you'd like us to cover, go ahead and reach out to us in the emails listed in our description box. I did want to mention that we do have some workshops coming up this summer and there is still room in those workshops. So one of our most popular ones that kind of pertains to this topic is leveling up your leadership. So feel free to check out our websites also listed in the description box. And if you have any questions at all about what those workshops are, or if you want more detail, go ahead and reach out to us at those podcast emails as well. Again, thank you guys so much for tuning in and we will see you next week.